Morning Show talks about related life experiences from humble upbringings to the hustles of big city living. Here are takes on news, music, careers, and more. Welcome to The Family. One guy thinks he's badass, the other knows it. They run a podcast that will penetrate the ear hole and provide a new realm of all the pleasure never before imagined. Bust out the ear loop. And remember, don't tense up, it's the Late Night Early Morning Show! Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Late Night Early Morning Show. This is Augie Lopez saying if you stay ready, you ain't gotta get ready. To my left, Courtney Berman. Hi. To my right, Rodella Grazzi. Hello. Matt and Isaiah cannot make it. They will be here in two or three <laughs> weeks or whatever. They're going to fucking be here. Later. Augie is um, like yeah. drunk now. So, um, <laughs> I have a question for you, Miss Della Grazzi. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. No. Moody? Uh, Miss Moody. I just Moody. did the whole... Um, <sighs> Name change. Well, I did the hitch pitch. Hitch. What's that? The switch. It's like... I guess I, I might have spent money that I. Sh- it was like thirty bucks, and they send you all the forms that you send out. <laughs> I found out that I could have probably just gotten you them just everywhere. Go down to the social security office, and you're like, "Hi," uh, and then you go. Well, to this the is end. like who did this to you? <laughs> the the not dot com. <laughs> <laughs> they make it sound. I don't like get it. It's more oh, convenient. The I know. Dog com- but wait, why? Oh, because because you her. got me through. I got, I got. They You're gonna get emails to them for the rest of your life. I got like uh, the print. You know, you print them up. And you download them, print them up, and and Chris was like, "Well, you just you basically paid for convenience, is what you did." Mm-hmm. But I, I thought that that was just taking care. Of <laughs> oh, you thought once like, you sent your form in, they would just do all that it. for you? I got. I got bamboozled. Yeah, you did. When you get pregnant, I'm going to come to the hospital and help you. you. Have to. Oh, wow. You have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I because I don't, I just got you, bamboozled. When you need to register, I'm going to go okay. there with you. Yeah, please. Yeah. I totally got bamboozled. Okay, so what I was going to ask you was, I read on Facebook that there was a woman comedian mm-hmm. that was reaching out to another woman comedian and asked her to write a letter about all the men that harassed her during her career in stand-up because this girl i guess had been harassed by men or anything like that i read the whole article and she left it up i'll forward it over to you but okay. this is basically what the article said in a nutshell this woman comedian came to me and said wanted me to write an article about the harassment that I've received by men. And she, and she said, when I sat back and I really thought about it, I have not been harassed by men. The only thing that men have done to me mm-hmm. has given me a place to stay, given me rides, given me jobs or given me money in my pocket. Women have been the ones that have held me back and have harassed me within Whoa. this scene. So this comedian was, I guess, getting a lot of shit from feminist groups or yeah. other comedians saying, why are you saying that kind of stuff? Uh-huh. You know, and she was like, I'm saying what actually happened to me. Yeah. I've heard the horror stories of how men have harassed other female comedians, like male men harassing female comedians. But Postal this office gr- workers? This this one mailman, get it? No, okay. I'll be quiet. Mailman? Did I say mailman? <laughs> yes, you said mailman. Oh yeah, well, yeah, yeah. difference. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But she said, sort of mail. I'll be quiet. So she said, uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to know your take on it, and Courtney, I wanted to know your take on it going forward because you're trying to do all that kind of stuff too. So. What what has been your experience, Ro, uh, as far as the men in the scene and women? 
Uh, well, okay. Well, I've gotten I'm not even harassed. Aside, I mean, I just aside get, from people that mm-hmm. you've dated, I guess that's another thing that she said. Aside from the people that I have dated in the scene, yeah, I I can't. Well, say I guess about it. it depends on what hara- like what you yeah. say is harassment because the way I they're mean, talking about harassing is like harassing, harassing like uh, like nice ass or no, like I would say going. F- I, I would consider that harassment if it's unwelcome. Yes. That well, would be. I've got, I think people like, I've always instilled a little bit of crazy in myself yeah. so people know that they can't fuck with me too much. So you always have to keep a little level of like, I'll, I'll, I'll cut I'll, you in the parking lot. I'll literally I have cut a bat you. And I have, like, I, yeah. But I have, I've gotten different levels. Like, let's say, and I might have even shared about it in the other podcast, but mm-hmm. like, um, I used to get, it depends on the per like the person, right? So you get does your husband know how lucky he is and you're like, I'm not married like when I wasn't married. Right. So it's a lot it's a lot different now that I'm married. So right. that that's there's Is that harassment? Like if somebody no, says that's that just to you? getting hit on. Like yeah, I get yeah, yeah. hit on all the time. Okay. Um like I said, the like that one guy that tricked me into going out to a show and he had a date planned, uh, you know, and and then he wouldn't just he just wouldn't stop with the tech. And you're like, hey, dude. But I also kind of get down to the fact like, hey, dude, you want to book me for something? We're cool. But otherwise, no. So I put up like real clear boundaries. Right. But I also the thing is, too, I mean, this well, might sound he, weird, uh-huh. but I just have a really like, um brash or like aggressive nature <laughs> what no well i mean when i'm on the comedy scene it's like um like if i go up there i'm gonna fucking kill and i'm gonna like you have to have this yeah. in a sense you you kind of put that forward in that business because you're dealing with men all the time and those kind of guys like like i've said i've seen lineups that i had the shortest amount of time and i've gone right up to my friend like yo you gotta fix this yeah, because that's not fair. But well, I guess what I'm what I'm talking about, and what the article was talking about more in the sense was doing stuff behind your back to hinder your career. No, no, never had that. And you know what? Wherever. What about because I don't have a career? Because <laughs> no, no, I, you know, um, you know, was kissing. You know, I was the gopher of Lisa Lampanelli for six years. But the, the thing was, I don't think anybody's ever done. And if they have, whatever. If you feel like you need to, man or woman, yeah, he's like, look, whatever you think you've done to my career, I probably dropped the ball on my own. So <laughs> like, you can't, you know. But I've, if somebody wants to go in and do that, whatever. Like I'm, I did have what I did have though, was I had a tour I was supposed to go on. Mm-hmm. In New York, and it was this woman. Her name was like Marianne, and it was called Guidat's Gone Wild. Okay, right. So she found me, and blah blah. blah and she, oh, we're gonna go on tour. Boom, boom, boom. Right. Okay, cool. Fly out. This other girl too that was out here hooked me up with it. Um, flew out. It was my first time performing in in New York since I'd been in L.A. Mm-hmm. So I was I was eight years in comedy. I had that reputation where i would co-headline with her i wasn't gonna feature i wasn't gonna she was like you're co-headlining tour cool i mean i had my name on the marquee of laugh factory so it was a really cool i packed the shit out of the club because i hadn't been there right i had a killer set i got paid i made sure i got paid blah 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 and then you know she call up yeah we're gonna go on tour we're gonna go here and here and this was my space was around right so i go on i was just like whatever going on whatever and i look at the page of my friend who hooked me up with the tour and i see the flyer with all the girls on it except me hmm. and i was like what the fuck and you're co-headlining i'm co-headlining this tour okay. with her and i sent her an email like hey what's what's up i just saw something happen were you mad like she doesn't respond for like maybe a month and she goes, oh, hey, you know how this business is. I, we thought you were on another tour, so we didn't want to conflict. And it was all bullshit. Like, I was like, she's like, I'm not a bullshitter. I'm like, okay, you're saying every code word. Nah. And then I ended up booking a tour in Korea. And their tour went to, like, some shitty bars in, like, Staten Island in <laughs> Jersey. And I was like, oh, fuck you, because I'm in Korea. So it was kind of, I had stuff like that happen. But you just have to move on. You can't yeah. let you can't sit in it because people like that. Like you need to show that no, you can't because it's everybody's different experiences. It doesn't Dave's, matter. Dave's gone through that kind of thing too. I like, could only imagine Dave yeah. has some bullshit dealing with all those fucking celebrities yeah. and whatever he has um, to not do. Not even celebrities, but just like oh, we might want to book you for this job, and then someone yeah. else's friend gets it or whatever. And for me, I'm like, what the fuck? And oh, yeah. he's like, eh. 
you gotta you gotta let it yeah, you, you gotta, gotta let it, it right you literally with all this stuff like you get people that say i'm gonna do this for you i'm gonna do this for you you could follow up all you want you could you could email the person you could send all your you know your info your yes. video all that and, and like i said sometimes i drop the ball i mean we're human beings so you drop the ball sometimes but right. for the most part you just gotta do it and move on and move on and move on like because you just it doesn't matter what those people are doing i have a set group of people that i have my back yeah you know so you just have to get the people that you trust and they're women and they're men yeah so i'm lucky that i can what i do expect from women is i expect more from them in a sense where i want to see you be don't go for the the easy joke like i want to see you talk about the real stuff like when i see you know and i i've coached people like if you have a joke about like there's this one comic and I haven't coached or anything, but I saw her acting. It's all about her fucking her, like her dad. Like anybody masturbate to her dad? What? Like this one comic, she goes, "Does anybody else masturbate and think of their dad?" Or and you're like, "Oh, dude, it's not funny." Like talk Uh, about real shit. Let's hear real shit. You know, so I I hate the easy laugh or the shit that I've heard other people do. Like the joke isn't the same, but it's the same kind of thing. Yeah. And And if you're you're new, like I have new students that done dirty jokes and dad, whatever. Fine. That'll change. But I'm saying like when that's your act and that's what you that's what i fear because i don't like the easy joke too and i feel like sometimes i do go for the easy joke and i hate it i mean i i don't like it even when i do it too well it's part of our goofiness in a way because some of it is just just comes but it just comes because it's like what are we talking about comes you know like (laughs) like that and also i i i think the easy joke is fine as long as i sometimes in here at the podcast even the easy joke comes but then everybody goes oh sorry sorry like, like, like yeah. it's fine if you acknowledge yeah, it's the like, easy oh, yeah right. but when i'm watching women comics i want more from them mm. yes you know i do i put them at a higher level because also too i don't want i don't want to hear them saying it's it is a man's business we're mm. in we're against a lot of competition yeah. be fucking funny yeah and you know what i used to learn from lampanelli she used to say be so funny they can't follow you so really when it comes down to i mean i remember one time i was doing a show and a comic who is hilarious and very successful he said you made that you did not make that easy to follow even though he's hilarious it's just like you've got to fucking kill like you've got to kill up there yeah because you're at a different you're 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 going up against so much Mm -hmm. so forget the bullshit forget if people harassed you you know like i've i've dated dudes that have you know harassed me you know but you're like all right you just got to keep on especially with this business don't let any of those men harass you or stop you from doing something and guess what if they don't book you for something or somebody comes and undercuts it okay move on if you guys hear that little jingle in the background oh, that's my little chambers <laughs> i talk with my hands is that but- pandora bro brighton i love Brighton. but thank you for that insight it's good to good to know how do you feel kind of going into it court i mean what are you worried about anything like that no because i don't care and i have nothing to lose so i'm going into it dreams i have no dream that's my that's my tagline if you will (laughs) i have no dreams um this is so fun for me to get to do every once in a while Mm -hmm. whenever i can fit it in i don't i'm not trying to I told Ro, my only goal for 2016 was I wanted to get paid just one time, even if it's $5. <laughs> for comedy. Yeah. Uh, um, see, hold on. That was the same attitude that I had coming to L.A. about dance. I was yeah. like, all I want to do is to see if I can get paid to dance. And once I hit that mark, it was like, eh, I should have probably aimed a little higher, even though, <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, because then I felt fulfilled. I was like, you know what? I'm going to stop. <laughs> Okay, I mean, it, it would be different if I was like 20, right, okay? Right, right, right. But I'm 40 years old. I have two kids at home, a full-time job, a husband who works all the time. Uh-huh. I can barely make it here. So for me, it's like, oh, I'm going to do this. It's fun. I love getting attention. When, mm-hmm. when is it, When is the next guy's date that you guys have something coming up? You guys have something March coming 1st, up together, right? March 1st. March 1st. At the at, comedy store in at, the main room. At the comedy <laughs> store in the main <laughs> <Terrifying>. room. <laughs> So but anybody, that, anybody that's listening in the LA area on March first, eight o'clock, eight o'clock in the main room, ten dollars. Go cover. check out Royal and Courtney. Ten dollar cover sticks. charge, two drink minimum. Mm-hmm. You know the deal. We're gonna hit like an, we're gonna hit an open mic on Wednesday. Where 
we're supposed to go to Robin Hood. I'm waiting to hear back. But if that not, same we'll spot be at, that we were at, yeah. But I might. We may be at Corky's. I want to go to that. Oh, is that the hookers? No, that's Liquid Zoo. But we could go to both. <laughs> Dude, there are hookers there. Not at Corky's. No, see, the thing is, the place that I used to bring the students uh-huh. was at Robin Hood. Right. Brad and Mark don't do the show anymore. They switched it over. Where okay. are they? What are they doing now? They just were like, no, we're not hosting any shows because they were hosting a weekly show and it gets kind of tiring. Uh. Right. So the people that took it over kind of made it a book show. Brad's mom hasn't been texting him. That's Mark's mom. Whoops. And she has. And she sent him like something like, hey, blah, blah, blah. Happy Valentine's Day. It was like something kind of <laughs> tragic. Wait, you guys got to let everybody sorry, know what sorry, you guys are talking sorry. about. Oh, okay. Our friend. No side conversations. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, sorry. So our friend Mark, who would run the Robin Hood. Okay. He's got a hilarious bit about it's his really mom. Good. Okay. And how she texts him. Okay. And she sends texts that are um basically like letters. But it's like horrible news. Yeah. Combined oh, with Oh yeah yeah yeah. And, and have, oh, so this was it. Um I it, heard that bit that that it was a dude yeah, that, yeah. I love it. Go it's ahead, great. Say, say, this say. one was for Valentine's Day. Eight AM text from mom. Dear Mark <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. You don't call? Question mark. Your father thinks Scalia was really at a brothel when he died. Do you think that's true? <laughs> Love, mom. <laughs> it's like, come on. My mom thinks he was I murdered. Mean, <laughs> I, mean, that's, I thought that too. I was like, oh. And then he, does he have any more? Oh, it's so funny. It's just so funny. Oh, wait. Is he on Facebook? He's on Facebook. You've got to follow yeah. him because... He, um, What's his name? You should try and get him mm, over here. I, to, oh, yeah, for sure. He, like, today would have been a good day since Matt and Isaiah are in here. Guess you so, fucked that up, bro. Yeah, yeah. So if if uh, <laughs> if you if this ever happens again where one of them's not here, you can go ahead and, in, and invite him. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I will. Yeah. Um, this was one of them like this. Are you taking a selfie of him? Pretty much every text oh, no. from mom. This is what he... Okay. Dear Mark, did you hear enter name died it's like any name right? <laughs> your dad and i ate at enter chain restaurant last night love mom like that's all his texts that he gets. Oh God, these sound like dave's mom when i when i talked to her on the phone oh yeah i think that that's why i love them so much is she doesn't text these things but if you speak to her this is what it's like yeah it's like that's you hear all this oh devastating God. news and that's what he he gets all the time from her it's hilarious okay so i need your guys's advice on something uh-huh. okay okay i need to tell you guys what happened to me and melissa when we went to go eat at panda express you guys have a lot of incidents when this, you go out. well let me t- let me tell you why okay first of all augie was drowning in sorrows and orange chicken okay okay <laughs> <laughs> Melissa, what is what is the food? Tell me what the food is. What is it called? Uh, black pepper chicken. Black pepper chicken. Black pepper chicken is not offered in every Panda Express. Did you know this? No, it's so good. It's I didn't. And so, I, I, only specific ones have it. So there is one south of us, a I Panda like Express. I it's a little healthier than the other options. It's good. Yeah. It's good. There's a, there's a Panda Express yeah. south of us. On right? Ventura. Yes, on Ventura. We called there. They do not offer it. So we called the next one closest to us that is north of us on Burbank and Van Nuys. Sorry for those of you that don't know where that is. But we called there. <laughs> There's a Panda Express? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right by a Starbucks. Uh, oh, Pizza, Pizza Rev. Yeah. yeah. So we called there. I craved it so bad when I was pregnant. They That's said, so we have it. Come on down. Uh, okay, cool. Do they have it every day? Every day. Every Excuse day right me. Down. Excuse me? Put <laughs> you in your throat. <laughs> So I gotta go try it. We go there and there's a huge ass line, a huge fucking line. Always is. Dude. Really? And Melissa, Melissa, there was such a big line that Melissa. It's shocking to me. People are still eating that much Panda Express. The one on Ventura only has like two people in it. Yeah, yeah. So that's also Chipotle. No one's eating there. Yeah. So So Melissa said, did I make a mistake coming here? And I didn't want to tell her, like, yes. I was like, no, we're good. Huh? Whatever. No, you didn't. And here's why, Melissa. The more That's people that are in there, the more fresh the food is because exactly. they got to keep spooning that out. So that, that is they, exactly what it was happening. Unless they run out of black pepper chicken. Okay. This this is <laughs> a concern. Of, this is a concern of ours because the line is so long. The line is so long and continues to get long that we're waiting in the line for at least twenty to twenty five minutes at Panda Express. Ideas. Excuse me. And this is not supposed to happen, <laughs> guys. This is not supposed to happen. Okay. Okay. Like, this is fucking serious. No, this you're is right. serious. No, you're right. <laughs> 
So it's Panda Express. Exactly. <laughs> and these motherfuckers in line were like on their cell phone talking to the person and wrapping this conversation up on the phone before ordering and i'm like motherfucker get off your phone get off your phone move this fucking line forward now so okay so there's about maybe three three stations right is about to come out do you want to help me with my gofundme for augie's bail money because it might not be today but it's (laughs) definitely coming check this out did you ever see the panda commercial where they just throw shit (laughs) have you seen that i'll show it to you (laughs) so I found out where the bottleneck was in the line. The first girl jamming on it. What do you want? Half and half. Boom, boom, boom. She had a stack of styrofoam containers, like 10 of them waiting for the girl next to her. Who's slacking? There was supposed to there was supposed to be one more girl next to the second girl. There's supposed to be four girls. First girl, second girl, third girl, not, cashier. Why girl, do they gotta be girls? Yeah, not technically girls. <laughs> why, why can't they be dudes? Because they were all like all girls in there. But then the guy but then they, came. a dude came from the back and I yeah. was like, get your ass over here and fucking help. <laughs> yeah, yeah dude. Like, look at right away, everybody got why they gotta be girls. Yeah, why? Food, what the fuck? Why is the guy gotta say much to be like get online? Okay. Yeah. But he didn't come. He did not come come to the to the line until we were already done so i'm in line the line's already 25 minutes long people are acting stupid in line i'm getting frustrated i walked into that place messing around melissa having a good time <laughs> smiling wait, by the time wait. i what did you were you like slap me <laughs> and you guys like smacked I, each other I in the parking lot yeah because there's someone else that's like i just wanted my fucking pizza there's these two assholes in front of me slapping each other so so i'm there and i'm like okay You're okay i'm i'm upset okay so but what about the girl she's she's got the 10 boxes stacked she's on it poor thing she, she was like sweating she was sweating no disrespect to the second girl she was trying to move quickly <laughs> yeah, too she was, like, why sweating, was she was she because it what's was going it on? was a combination of uh she was getting frustrated because the people didn't know what they want they were taking a long time and there was only one person working so it was a it was a because it's like it's all in front of, of you you just shit, go right? this i yeah. want this and yeah. there was it a sounds like this panda express and and then, a and then, that was ordering it's for what? like six they need people. a manager hold on they there's do. too many conversations going on at one time so <laughs> there, sorry <laughs> there is guess what melissa says to me when we're in line ready to go guess I, what she tells me she says i don't know if i want the black pepper chicken <laughs> she says no <laughs> I want to get a sample of a couple of things, and I was like, "You are not gonna get a sample of <laughs> shit. Okay, we gotta, off, we gotta move this damn line now. It's up to me. No, I felt like once, it was personally no, my responsibility. No, once you get up there, it's like, hey, I'm fucking okay. taking my time. Go, Melissa. Yeah. Say, Melissa. First off, they only, they, it's a really quick sample. It's not like they sit there and yeah. wait for your like, she's like, toothpick. All, she's all watch how quick it goes, Augie. Yeah, Shut exactly. up. And exactly. I was like, <laughs> all right, okay, okay. I'm so gonna she see. Grabs a tooth. Yeah, yeah. So she gets them right. So what they do with her box is they put it in <laughs> hey. her, they, they put it in her own uh bag. They put my styrofoam thing in my own bag, right? So we finally are, are next to the cashier. The cashier says, Oh, are you two together? <gasps> you took offense. We said <laughs> we said no, no, no. we said yes. She said Oh, let me take your styrofoam thing out of your bag and put it in hers. What? And I and I was like, I go, no, 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 no so unnecessary. Like that was so unnecessary work. Just ring us up, get us out. So I said, no, 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 that's okay. She goes, oh, somebody's having a bad day. <gasps> oh. Yeah, bad move. I was bad like, move. Excuse oh, me. Excuse me. <laughs> Bitch. Excuse me? Hello? She was being sassy. And then and then I was like, I wanted to say I was having the best day of my life before I came into this (laughs) shitty ass Panda Express. This fucking long ass line. What the fuck? And then you're gonna sit here and tell me I'm having a bad day. And then she said something, mumbled something, and then did some cashier work. Melissa comes in, whispers in my ear, she just rolled your eyes at you. And I was all what the yep. fuck is going on? Melissa just threw another log on the fire. <laughs> Melissa, what's going on? Can I, I see your manager? Then some oh. Asian dude with the black shirt comes on out from the back. <laughs> I was like, that's the manager. So we're already walking out. And that's when Melissa tells me, do you know she rolled her eyes at you and mumbled some shit underneath her breath? I was like, oh, hell no. Oh, that's like, it. Arr. I was like, that's it. I got in my yeah. car and I called them. And the manager <laughs> yep. picked up the phone. 
I said, hey, hey, Kim, is this you? <laughs> yeah, his name was Kim, too. It was the best Obviously. Part. Yeah. So. Hello, Doug. I said, I said, hey, listen to me. Came into your establishment. Line was so damn long. I was happy when I walked in there, but because the line took so long, I was frustrated. By the time I got to the cashier, the customers were acting stupid. You're, the line, you guys weren't moving the line along. Then your cashier has to tell me that I'm having a bad day and then rolls her eyes at me. You and your cashier can go fuck themselves. You said that? <laughs> no, 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 no. no, no. no. <laughs> Kim's no. like, I didn't come to America and spend some <laughs> guy okay. to go fuck Are you the one with the black pepper chicken? Because <laughs> I specifically said that we are the only Panda Express and you can never come back here. <laughs> oh so, I got a different response that I was expecting. <laughs> what did he say? He said, Oh, good. Can you do me a favor, please? Can you please go on Panda Express's website? Her name is Teresa. And can you please file a formal complaint about her? Because I am trying to get her fired. But he made his day. And I was like, oh, Kim's like, you yes, bet yes. I will get Teresa fired. And then I was like, oh, like my anger kind of went away and I was like oh sure she's really gonna get it okay uh, I go yeah sure thing right when I get home eat it right? did you and then and then uh, and then and then what did I say I hung up the phone I go I'm not gonna get somebody fired that's I just wanted better. them to, I just wanted them to get in trouble that's it no I go, you gotta get you gotta get off file complain about her right now <laughs> You no, gotta dude. get her fired. Because you don't know. She might have kids. That's what I was thinking. I was like, I ain't gonna do it. But is that the correct move to do? Is my question to you guys. I would never get someone fired. Yeah, no, that's bad. Bad karma. Right? I wouldn't want to get somebody fired. And then she's gonna get she's gonna get fired on her own. So yeah, yeah. Let, she doesn't need no more help it, for me. Just let life like that. work that shit out. You should have said to Kim, you need to man up and fire her yourself. <laughs> you can't fucking manage her. Yeah, dude, what the hell? Why do you gotta go? I'm trying so to get her fired stuff? from who? Yeah, You're the manager. Yeah, and then he said, if you want to come back, whenever you want to come back, I will give you a free meal, and I'll and and I wanted to say like, damn right you will, but I I did it went a different way, and I was like, look, dude. It's not about the free food, man. <laughs> oh, see, that's okay. Sweet. It's not, not the about lesson. the free food. It's about the people that you have there. You need to be aware of what the hell is going on. I, I don't mean, want no free food, but I'm going to take it. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I told you I'm aware of it. I'm trying to get on fire. <laughs> I keep cooking this fucking pepper chicken. Everybody comes oh over I, I wouldn't. Here, okay. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to get her fired. But I no. did see, I was going to try and get somebody arrested today. Nice. Wow, that's, okay. <laughs> what? Well, because I was, we were walking by like a a guy in a handicap, you know, he had a handicap oh. plate and he parked and oh we walked by God. and Chris looks in and he goes, wow, the guy's got a bud right in his console. A bud? A Budweiser a bud bottle oh. open, oh. driving around. And he's already <sighs> handicapped. He's got nothing to lose. I know. So I was like, should I call him? Mm, yes that's, because yeah. the chances of him killing himself are slim the can chances of him I killing know. somebody else i took down bad. his license plate yeah. chances are he drives around with it a lot can we call <laughs> can we call the cops on the podcast um it's a little late i'm kidding yeah, they'll be like well i don't know where he is now but he was at us <laughs> <laughs> well so or at that building i couldn't oh believe God. i when she said oh somebody's having a bad day i was like <laughs> what are you talking uh, to me? Oh my god! Oh my, well, at least I don't work at Panda Express. Like, imagine if you went that. No, way. but I wanted. Oh. I, I already said what I wanted to say. I wanted to say, I came in here chipper, <laughs> leaving here pissed off. You said that to her. No, I wanted to. I was just so dumbfounded at the fact that she was actually telling me something that I was just like, uh, "Wow, yes, bitch." I can't believe that. How was the pepper chicken? <laughs> <laughs> it was really good. Melissa, so good. It was celery good. and I love the celery. It was I love good. It. It's my favorite. I've never had it. It's so good. It's okay, really good. Check you should it try out. it. I'm going to go and prepare for some sass. Yes. <laughs> if there's... Uh, and I'm going to say, if she says anything, you remember, like, hey, Teresa. <laughs> oh, that'd be crazy. You're walking you on thin now. ice, girl. Yeah. I'd watch what you say. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me, because you're walking on thin ice. <laughs> Do you know who I am? I want to be there so I, I can right video now, you throw up that shit. I, I can go I in right now and complain about you on the corporate website. So I'd watch it. 
because I know you. I know if you. I fucking, if, I, if I'm the cashier at Panda Express, I'm hoping somebody complains about me on the corporate website because that's going to be my claim to fame later. Oh, yeah. I've been a cashier at fast food. It sucks. <laughs> I haven't done it at fast food. I've done it's a worse. lot of other things. People are really hungry. Lines are really long. It's a lot of buttons. <laughs> You see, like I'm panicked. I gotta yell out shit. It's just oh. too much. I can't. Okay, so there's something that we teased in the last episode, and that was Ben, your son. Oh yeah. So this isn't funny at all. Oh, is it gonna get people sad? Um, no, it's not well, gonna make them sad. I mean, you I know can... what is funny is. I'll tell you Ben, the and, then I'll, and then I'll and then I'll tell you the okay, Ellie so thing because you stick I, with I, Courtney for this story. It might not be that funny, but she wants to. Well, okay. you know what? Are you gonna tell the whole story about the, where you went across the street? Yes. Okay. That okay, part is okay, funny so, in a horrible way. Okay, so what happened? <clears throat> Let's see if Augie thinks it's funny. Fuck. Okay, so last week, um, Ben got sick. Aunt Ben's my little baby. He's only 16 months old. And mm-hmm. let me preface this by saying that, I, you know, I do this whole bit about how I live with two assholes. And I do because they are, they, I mean, yeah. Ellie, yeah. But Ellie is sick. She speaks English. Like, she's full of sass and causes yeah. me problems. Ben, you know... He, his assholiness is like just waking up and whatever. Like he is the sweetest kid. Just so sweet. I never thought I could love a baby like this. Um, <laughs> he, he loves he, because, because it, the one thing you got to know about me, the, the more you love me, the more I love you. So yeah. Ellie makes it tough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Ben loves me. So anyways, I picked him up on Monday of last week and he wasn't, he seemed like he kind of wasn't feeling good, but I don't really get that excited about that kind of stuff. I'm really chill about sicknesses and I'm not the run to the doctor, crazy mm-hmm. Jewish mother thing. So I'm like, oh, he's got a cold. So the next day I stay home from work with him. And, and it wasn't even, I was even questioning whether I should keep him home because he didn't really have a fever because babies, unless it's over a hundred, it's not a true fever. So mm-hmm. it was hovering right under I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to stay home with him and get him a nice, good nap because I had a lot of stuff to do at work. So I'm like, if I stay home today with him, he'll be able, he'll be better by tomorrow and mm. I'll go to work and everything. Right, right, right. So then by the next day, he still wasn't better. And now, now we've got a fever. It's a little over a hundred. So I take him to the doctor and the doctor listens to his lungs and he says, uh, he, he's got some stuff going on in his lungs. Um, I think he has RSV. What's that? RSV is a virus mm-hmm. that it's basically a cold virus, but if kids under two get it, and especially preemies, mm-hmm. um, anybody like that, um, it's it's so serious they can die from it. Okay, so it basically goes into pneumonia and they can die, oh, fuck. Um, especially babies. Pneumonia is like the killer of everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, second to so, cancer or something like that. It's crazy. So. And I was kind of like, okay, you know, and I, we're a pretty healthy family. I've, mm-hmm. I've never been in the hospital for anything except for the birth of my two kids and the gallbladder. But like, I've never been to the emergency room, none of this stuff. Right, right. So, um, and, and neither with Ellie, I'd never been to the emergency room with, with Ellie. I've been twice with Ben for croup, which is another can't breathe thing that kids mm. get. Um, and, uh, so Ben's kind of my, my sick kid that gets things and so um and I, can't, I keep riding the dream of like oh well my kids are healthy we're a health you know mm-hmm. so i'm like oh shit so i i he says you know we need to do some breathing treatments and i'm like okay so they send us home with this uh, uh nebulizer and we're doing the breathing treatments and it's like wrestling a sweaty crocodile and he doesn't want to do it and it's horrible and he's crying at some point i'm crying because it's just so awful like to have to hold your kid down you know, pin their arms to their sides and make them do something. And is Dave just eating a pizza on the recliner um, watching TV? Dave was at work. Oh, okay. So, and, you know, and that's our deal is when the kids are sick, I stay home from work um, because of our job situation. He just can't do that. Yeah. So, um, and, and it doesn't necessitate two of us. So anyway, so I stayed home with him. We did the breathing treatments. Then the albuterol and the breathing treatments was making him vomit. So he was throwing up fucking buckets everywhere. Oh. And <clears throat> I got to say, Ellie stepped up to the plate. Like she came to my rescue. She'd be like, okay, it smells really bad in here. I'm just going to help you get through this. And like I would strip him and put him in the tub and then run to take a shower and then come back. And Ellie would watch him. And, you know, Ellie was really helping out. And it just got... It just never got better. So on Friday morning, I was like, oh, it's still not better. And he had a checkup anyways. And um, I was supposed to go do Ellie's birthday party and her Valentine's Day party and all this stuff. So I take him to his appointment at 1030 
thinking I'm going to bring him back home, put him down for a nap. The babysitter's going to stay with him for two hours while he's sleeping so I can do Ellie's thing. We get to the office and then all of a sudden it just starts going downhill and he starts deteriorating and he just isn't breathing well and they gave him a breathing treatment and they have the little oxygen thing and they put it on his finger and at first it was 94 and then it was 84 and I start crying and panicking and I'm sweating and the doctor's sweating and he's like, well, you know, I was going to send you across the way for um, an x-ray to see if he had pneumonia, but I'm really not liking the way his lungs are sounding and the oxygen. So I think I'm leaning towards more towards admitting him. And I'm like, okay. And so he's like, you need to call Dave at work. So I called Dave at work and I'm like, you need to come home right now. And he was in Culver, which is far for anybody listening. Culver City to Simi Valley. Culver City. That's fucking far. Yeah. And so, you know, it takes him like 40. What, what time of day was this? Uh, like 11. So at least so there wasn't, wasn't traffic. Bad, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it still is going to take him like 45 minutes to get right, home. Right, right, right. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. So then and that's um, a long time to drive when something's going on like that, and your uh, mind gets to raise. Yeah. Well, which so then Helen had texted me from work, my best friend, and she said, um, she's like, hey, how's Ben today? I'm like, not good. And she said, what's going on? And so then I told her, and she said, you want me to come over there and sit with you? And I said, yes. And even Helen was like, my heart dropped when you said yes because you never say yes. You huh. never ask for help. Anytime I offer, you always say no. And I was like, yeah, I, th- I was, I didn't know what I was to do they were looking for oxygen in the office to make sure they had oxygen for him um and i was i just was like 100 percent. we're looking at an ambulance ride i was terrified and ben sort of started to just kind of like lay down in my arms like helen said at one point she's like i just saw his face and it was just like fuck it and i, I and that's the way i felt too it was terrifying oh my gosh. and then out of nowhere he just started like we pulled the passy out and started, I was trying to wake him up. And then all of a sudden he started breathing better and it came back in, in like the next 15 minutes. And I'm, and then the doctor's like, okay, okay, let's take him across the street. We'll hurry over there before they close for lunch, check for pneumonia. And then you can come back. So I'm like, okay. So I get him back in the car. I drive him across the street. Helen meets me there. And we're at the MRI and, uh, x-ray place and everything mm-hmm. and so I'm just like I haven't slept I'm a mess and he's sitting in the stroller but it's turned around and it's back is facing this couple that's sitting on the opposite side of the waiting room and they're probably like 70 ish mm-hmm. and the wife is knitting and the husband's just sitting there and I'm crying and Helen's like do you want me to help you fill out the papers I'm like no I got it and the lady goes oh, are you dealing with the same thing that we're dealing with and I go, pneumonia? And she goes, no, cancer. <laughs> and I go, <laughs> and then everyone in the room laughs uncomfortably. And I go, I'm so sorry. That's oh. not funny. I don't know why I'm laughing. And she and she laughed and she goes, it's okay. It's not funny, but it is. And then and then she, I realized she thinks I'm talking about me. And the look on her face is like, get your shit together, man. Like, <laughs> you walked in here. You think you might not have pneumonia? And then so then I sort of turned the the like the stroller and she was like oh your baby and i said yeah and she goes oh and then she immediately she was so sweet and was trying to help me and you know she goes oh my niece had that she's in college now you'll be fine like she was really sweet and then like, it turned my out sickly baby yeah i, I mean <laughs> did you turn him around in the chair like the voice no I just, yeah it's only like i just wanted to be like i'm not talking about me lady i'm not that big of an asshole i'm definitely an asshole in this situation but but then my boss was like but he goes but she kind of is too because what the fuck are you doing you're in a doctor's office you never ask someone else what's wrong with them yeah and yeah, i'm like yeah, yeah. yeah that's like in jail like what are you in for like you don't yeah. well in jail you do that. yeah but it could be yeah. anything in the doctor's office like you don't want to and you can't assume that and what were you planning to one-up me <laughs> i don't do that you won like yeah, you, you won, won that you already Unless, won it if i said aids I then it'd be like we're equal. We're, yeah, we're okay. We're we're kind of <laughs> on the same plane. <laughs> oh my god! So then we did the X-ray. He didn't have pneumonia. He had a really deep lung infection called bronchiolitis. Took him back over to the doctor's office. We got him more breathing treatments, more antibiotics, steroid shot in the leg. We eventually got to go home, but it was pretty much the worst day of my life with a kid. So how far. long did that ordeal last? Like from the time where you were it was like, like four hours? Oh my god! Did um, did Dave get there? Dave got there, uh, and then um, he got there for 
<laughs> per usual. He got there for when things were on the calming oh, down. Did, did, you, go, did he show well, up you with call the me Starbucks? For this? Yeah, did he show up with a Starbucks <laughs> cup and go, oh, I missed it? And you're like, uh, did you make a run? Oh, my God. <laughs> I got to say, Dave... It really freaked him out, and oh yeah, I'm sure. Especially yeah. because in our relationship, I take care of things, so I never call Dave in until it's a fucking disaster. Yeah. So at least I don't cry wolf. So I've only mm-hmm. called him at work a couple of times and been like, "You need to get your ass home immediately." Yeah. One for when I found out that we had to have Ben early, and I didn't even say immediately. He was in a screening, and I texted him. I said, "Hey, I'm at the doctor's office." Um. Ben's coming. I'm getting really <laughs> sick, so they're going to make me have the baby tomorrow, which was two <laughs> weeks early. And he knew that I was getting sick because I'd been having all these tests and everything, and he knew I had an appointment. I said, so we're going to have the baby tomorrow, so go ahead and finish up your screening and whatever. I'm going to go home, pack my stuff, get everything together, and then we'll, we need to be at the hospital at 6 a.m. tomorrow. So bring all your shit, do whatever you have to do. And he already had somebody to cover for him, and he lost his shit. Like, he was with his editor, and, and she was like, what the fuck like Courtney's texting you leave you know and she's really cool so he came home and I'm like what are you doing bro like I told you he goes no because I knew your ass would be at home like fucking doing laundry or whatever because that's how I am and he's like Mm -hmm. whatever so there was that there was the time I had a gallbladder attack Mm -hmm. and I was like bro I need to go to the emergency room I mean Mm -hmm. whatever and then this so by the time he got there Ben was um like it, it, we, he, I was just finishing up the x-ray so they'd already done the horrible test for RSV and the flu where they stick this right. pipe cleaner up to his brain oh my god um, yeah but Dave um, you know after that he took him home I went and dealt with Ellie and then he's he was planning on working that weekend and he stayed home all three days and I was able to go to work on Monday and at some point I said to him I was like yeah I feel so spoiled having you home like you've been helping me so much and he's like well that sucks you know that I feel spoiled by him just being there to help out a little bit. So I mean, it's always good for our relationship when something that like that happens because he can get a little break. Well, but he can also realize that what I go through Uh, because when you, no matter what, even though he tries not to take me for granted, you know, like he's not there. So he doesn't know how hard it is most of the time. So anyways, that was the bad stuff, but you guys want to hear about Ellie? Oh yeah. Okay. So, uh, how, how are we on time? Yeah, fuck it. Let's do it. All right. Let me hear. Okay, so wait a minute. Can I give a little preamble? Yeah, before? yeah. Okay. So on a previous podcast, um, Courtney had mentioned something where uh, her daughter got in trouble. And we kind of really didn't say what <laughs> had really happened. Yeah. Ro made a joke where he, she said, oh, maybe if your daughter stopped acting like a stripper. So <laughs> you can only imagine, but we're going to tell you the full story of what that part was in the previous podcast so go ahead okay so ellie uh, is a free spirit yes and she has two parents who are also free spirits mm-hmm. well or one parent who's a free spirit and the other one who just is, doesn't really is mellow yeah. Like, yeah, he's like whatever oh seems normal so for the longest time ever since she was little she would run up and down the hallway totally naked before her bath and we would all scream naked buds and laugh and she'd like jump on the couch and put her ass on everything like whatever it's adorable and then at a certain point that's inappropriate so like i mean in public (laughs) not at the house I still do that well and also i'm not we're not friday night we're not a naked family but i don't go to great lengths to hide it yeah you know i'm not like sitting on the couch with no pants on watching tv anymore (laughs) but eating ice cream (laughs) letting it melt down to my genitals (laughs) but like i try i you know i I walk from my room to the shower and dave makes a bigger effort because the questions that she's asked him are just oh oh god once she caught him peeing and she goes i was around the corner and i heard her go what is that is that your vagina and he's like ellie you know what it is and she's like what is it and he goes tell me and he goes i need to hear you say it that's how she is and he goes it's my penis and she goes what's that thing under it oh and and i'm in my room just like dying laughing like trying to be quiet and i hear him go they're they're my balls and she goes your balls Wow! And then he, he comes around the corner, and I'm just like dying. And Get he's your like, daughter! <laughs> and he's like, "Shut the fuck up!" 
what was I supposed to say? And I'm like, oh, I think you did a great job. It's <laughs> <laughs> my scrotum. Have you want a technical term for it? Oh my god, I can't wait for what I'm in for with Ben because she was like, she would say shit like when I was pregnant, like she'd be like, oh, we're gonna, I'm gonna have a little brother. Oh, I can't wait to see his penis. <laughs> what? <laughs> What? Because <laughs> that's just things that yeah, kids think. Because she's say, like, because yeah. in her mind, she's like, oh my god, finally somebody who's not like me. Like it's just yeah. fascinating. Curiosity. Yeah. So she, so she did the naked butts thing one time at preschool, mm-hmm. and the teacher was like, hey, so Ellie went to the bathroom, and then she <laughs> came back out and opened the door, and she was like waving her butt at people on the playground i'm like oh sorry it's a naked month so and then i told ellie it's not appropriate and we've had many conversations about it not being appropriate so imagine my dismay when i get a phone call from the teacher who ellie is in trouble on the daily but i would say once a week i get like an email or a phone call about some bullshit that she did and a lot of it's just stupid like right right it's just uh maybe teachers being a little bit overprotective or or over overreacting yeah uh, yeah. maybe she had a tootsie roll on her lunch and we don't allow candy at school but the little bitch you told on her had three cookies in her lunch so three oreos is fine but you give me her name (sighs) yeah because then i was like oh let me google the sugar content of a tootsie roll versus an oreo oh it's 3.5 grams versus four (laughs) anyways so you tried to get them yeah so she's always in trouble so I'd gone back and forth through the teacher for a while and I at some point said, listen, I think you're like taking this a little far. Like it's kindergarten. This is getting frustrating. You know, come on. And so she backed off a little and I and I I like the teacher. I respect her. But okay, so so a couple days later, she calls me and she's like, hi, um, I I really didn't want to have to call you, um, but I do have to call you and tell you this. I'm so sorry. I, I wasn't even there. And I'm like, what happened <laughs> and i'm at work and she's like well ellie was in the bathroom with a couple of her friends and she showed everyone her privates and i'm like oh, fuck she was that. where i'm sorry in the bathroom okay. at least she was in the girl's bathroom yeah. okay okay so i'm like okay and so and of course my, the teacher's not there so i can't get the full story so i'm horrified and then She's like, you need to, I said, I guess it's time to talk to the principal. And she said, yeah, I think that would be a good idea. So I call and I leave a message for the principal and I'm thinking I'm not going to hear back for a while. And she called me back like 10 minutes later. I was like, hi, this is Mrs. Principal. And I was like, hi, I'm horrified. She goes, hmm. Okay. So here's the deal. Some shit that would have been funny in 1980, not funny anymore. Now it's 2016 and this shit is like a sexual offense and Mm. sexual harassment. So they're taking it super seriously. And basically what Ellie did was pull down her pants, wiggle her ass cheeks under the the door in the bathroom at her friends who were like, yeah, that's hilarious, Ellie. Blah, blah, blah. And then her little friends went and told her like, yeah, Ellie showed her private parts to us. And the next thing you know, Ellie's getting hauled in the office to the vice principal's office. And, and also she's my kid too. So she doesn't really take it seriously. She's like, why am I here? Like what? I don't. What's the problem? So then they you sit know her what? down. Can I pause you really yeah. quick? In a way, in a way, me, the way I feel that they're handling this is they're not allowing a kid to kind of just be a kid. That's kind of what they do. But that's kind of what kids do, though. Yeah, but they can't. They can't. Because the next thing you know, a parent complains. I know. I know. know. Or like a little boy pulls out his penis. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. Great. Where I don't appreciate it is that these two little girls were encouraging her and like, Gally, that's so funny. Do it. And then she does it. And then they told on her ass. Are you allowed to threaten those kids? (laughs) No, but I am allowed to, you know, undercover be like snitches get stitches. Ellie, let me explain something to you. (laughs) (laughs) These bitches ain't loyal. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? You know what we call that? A fucking rat. That's yeah. what we call you don't that. associate with them anymore. And guess what? One of these girls is her the best sa- friend. No, oh, okay. one of these girls is the same one with the Oreos that told on her for the tootsie roll. She needs to mm. stay So clearly, away you need to her. understand that this bitch don't got your back. No. So there's some. There's many lessons to be learned here. Of course, number one, if the school listens to this podcast, is that we don't take off our pants at school. Yeah. So they sent home a paper. And it had three boxes. Okay. And you had to draw a picture and then write about, this is her homework for the weekend. What did I do? What should I have done? What will I do next time? (laughs) Okay. 
So she brought the paper home and she drew a picture of her <laughs> butt cheeks like underneath the door. Okay. Dave's like, it looks like somebody's tea bagging. In the <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. Yeah. You saw and, it? Yeah. yeah. I, there's and, a, a pic. And then what should I have done? Not, it was like, it was like, it was what like, did I do? What should I have done? She wrote, it, I, I showed my private. Okay. And it's like in the hilarious, like kindergarten handwriting. And then the end is, what will I do next time? Keep my pants. <laughs> but the middle so, was like, what shouldn't I have done? I shouldn't have shown my private. <laughs> so they were having this whole conversation about it. I'm like, Ellie, you know, blah, blah, blah. It, she interrupts me in the middle and goes, you want to hear some good news? Oh, this kid, dude. And I'm like, sure, Ellie, what's the good news? And she's like, the good news is I decided I want to be a veterinarian. (laughs) Fuck. And I go, so you want to hear some bad news? And she's like, okay. I was like, the bad news is you need to go to college for that. And if you continue showing your privates to all of your friends, they're not going to let you into college. Well, they will. And and then Dave was like, did you tell her that she can pay her way through college? I was like, (laughs) She also brought up the fact that her friends thought it was funny and she was just trying to make them laugh because that's what I do at night. I go out and try to make my friends laugh. She's using your career against you. <laughs> and I was like, I don't show my privates to them. She's oh. using your dream? My one tiny fucking your, your shred of tiny dream. dream. Your little tiny hope that you have. And uh-huh. just blowing it up. And I'm wow. like, and you're like, hey, guess I, I don't turn around and pull my butt cheeks out. Okay, there's some comics that do, but you don't. Yeah, and I'm, and now it's like okay, it's two weeks later. She re- did the paper. She turned it in. All the stuff. I see the principal at school, and I'm like, hi. And she goes, I hope you're continuing to talk to her about it every day. I'm like, oh come on, it's two weeks later. Like you know, let this go. She's not gonna be in fourth grade. We're gonna be talking about this, right? She got Citizen of the Month. Yeah, you like. Did they take that away? No, and she got it the day before too. Good. But I'll tell you, the teacher said to me. She's like, yeah, she's getting student of the month. And I said, oh, that's amazing. I, we never thought that would happen. I'm so excited. She goes, well, don't get that excited. It's for caring, not respect. What See, well, I was <laughs> Excuse me? That's exactly. Do, I, do, do, do people not understand what they say sometimes? No, you know what I don't. think. You know what I think part of it is? I am a funny person. I don't and, take things seriously. And they so they, they think it's okay to joke with me about everything, including my kid. And I sometimes have to be like, hey. There are boundaries. I'm yeah, that's punch my kid you we're in talking about. Yeah, I have to be like, <clears throat> I can call my mom a bitch, but you cannot. And yeah. that's yeah. the same with my Fuck kid. Off. Yeah. Right on, right on. Yeah. Fuck so, off. That's Thank Ellie. you for those stories. You're what I want to do right now is I want to go ahead and take a break. We're going to come back from break. We're going to do uh, one or two news stories really quick. And then we're going to go ahead and wrap this thing up. Okay, so uh, Courtney's going to do the news when we come back. Okay. Welcome back, everybody. Okay, so what I wanted to kind of go into really quick before Courtney gets into the news, I want to encourage everybody to go to the website, lnems.com. You will be able to see Courtney and her blown out hair that she got for the picture day. Ro nice. is not on there not. yet, and she's very upset about that, and we're going to get her on there. Yeah. But what I want to encourage you guys to do is please go to lnems.com, click on the Amazon banner under the support section of the page, and go ahead and buy all the stuff that you're going to purchase through Amazon under our name. It doesn't cost you guys anything extra, but it does help out the show. So please go do that and please go ahead and tell your friends about the podcast and also about a radio station that I started called Groove Pit Radio. You can find it on TuneIn. Eventually, you'll be able to find it on Stitcher, Apple Radio, and other directories. So that's a way for us to commingle the podcast in with some good music and these news topics that Courtney's about to get into. You ready, girl? I'm so ready. Let's get into it. All right. Hold on. And now, the most breaking news of the week. Can't take from across the nation by people that hardly know what is going on. More trusted than Walter Cronkite. More credible than Laura Logan. This is the news. Okay, so I'm curious about your take on this, Augie. Go ahead. I think sometimes men have a different take on this than women. (laughs) I don't understand. San Pedro teacher, 28, suspected of sexual abuse of a 15-year-old student. A dude student? A dude student. It's okay. 
A 28-year-old female teacher at San Pedro High School has been arrested on suspicion of sexually abusing a 15-year-old male student. Michelle, yay. (laughs) 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 Was on a temporary... Maybe it's the way I read it. Yeah. 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 Uh, I was on a temporary teaching assignment at San Pedro School Science Department in February. At the end of the 2015 school year, she reached out to the victim and arranged private meetings. The alleged victim, who is one of Ye's students, disclosed in July that he was sexually abused by Ye on multiple occasions. Uh, it's not immediately clear if the boy or his family went to police. Uh, oh, darn it. You're going to kill me. So <laughs> I was trying to pull up a different article that had more details. But basically, so... I think that's good enough. Well, but here's the thing. I want to add <laughs> one more... doesn't need any more for yeah. a spank bank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to add one more detail to this. Not only did she fuck this 15-year-old, and she's not bad looking, she also bought him an Xbox. Oh, uh, what so is he, he felt complaining like- about? <laughs> yeah. See, here, here's here's my take on that. Yeah, something needs to be done about her because she's not all there. She thinks that's cool. But for the guy, any psychological issues, any therapy that might be needed in the future because of this is non-existent. I understand how it could be that way for a girl. Like, oh, my God, you know, I did something wrong. They might self-hate a little bit more than a dude would. Mm -hmm. But if you get an Xbox out of it. If you get a fucking Xbox out of it. A San Pedro High School. And a box. Who said he had sex with his now incarcerated teacher. Said the instructor bought him an Xbox before manipulating him into repeated sexual encounters. I'll buy you this Xbox if I can fuck you three times. Also, she did it with three male students. Are they complaining? Uh, How does this even get out? You know how this gets out? You know how this gets out? It's because the guys start bragging. Like, hey, well, yeah, that's I, got, I got that. I got the teacher. You know what I mean? <laughs> Me and then too. that's how it what? goes, goes One around. One of her victims told KTLA their interactions changed after he asked to borrow bus money from her. Oh, hell she, no. Not bus money. She took him. I'll to- buy you that $300 Xbox, <laughs> but you want $5 to get out of here? You ain't going she, nowhere. <laughs> she took him to the teacher's lounge. I think we all want to get in there, right? Yeah. Bought they got the refrigerator And in gave there. him $10, according to the boy who was 15 at the time. I would always somehow come out with an A in the class, which I know I didn't deserve, the boy said. Who are these angelic boys who are like, I didn't deserve that A and also the Xbox or the blowjobs. She touched my (laughs) pee-pee. Those are my balls. Well, um, let me ask you something. She started rubbing my face, calling me cute, handsome. She started kissing me, and from there we had sex. I'm getting turned on. I think it's fine. Um, (laughs) Kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Now, this is what, what... women go through because it's like well why'd you keep showing back up for the lesson plan oh this is so great i didn't feel like i was in a relationship i felt like i was kind of obligated the boy said he was manipulated he said the boy described their interactions as eat go somewhere come back have sex uh that's called a relationship (laughs) (laughs) when his mother found out she called police i was really in shock the mother said i she felt like eureka with my son he's a latchkey kid and she manipulated him in every sense of the word oh sweetheart Uh, all that happened is that your son lost his virginity at 15 to a teacher who bought him an xbox i mean maybe if his mom would have bought him an xbox he wouldn't have had to go sleep (laughs) with the teacher that's kind of teaching him to be a, a gigolo, though. Yeah, he's a total gigolo. Oh Accidental gigolo. All right, now That's I'm gonna I'm gonna move to the next one since we're in kind of a hurry here. Okay. Um, this is one you picked. I love this because oh. it immediately brought me ba- right back to. Uh, I can't talk to you right now. I got a meeting with the Bobs. If anybody knows that movie, okay. Uh, Office Space. Oh yeah. Long lunch. Spanish civil servant skips work for years without anyone noticing. I saw that. He got paid. Joaquin Garcia failed to show up for his job at the waterboard for at least six years and possibly as many as 14. That's a big gap. (laughs) That's a huge gap. Wasn't he getting an award? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) For his time served or for his service? This is the kind of shit. I'm not saying this happened to me at work, but maybe I covered for someone who was off for like a month and a half and I worked like 12 hours a day covering. And then this person came back and three weeks later they got play of the quarter. And I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. And I'm the asshole because I was like, I'm not sticking around for this shit. No. Oh, my God. I'm going to grab my piece of cake and leave. 
In 2010, <laughs> when Garcia, who has now retired, was due to collect his long service medal, the man who had hired him, Deputy Mayor Jorge Blas Fernandez, wondered where he was. He was still on the payroll, he told the paper. I thought, where is this man? Is he still here? Has he retired? Has he died? What? <laughs> I mean... End of story. What? Okay. <laughs> Look, after a while, they're going to be like, hey, Joaquin's desk has been empty. There's a well, lot of also, dust on it. They're considering <laughs> trying to make him pay back the money. I say, hey, Waterboard. Yeah. That's your fucking fault. Yeah. You, uh, no, you know I'm not paying back. It's over. You, you excuse me? Excuse me? You didn't see me? Okay. I didn't get a phone call. And also, too, when you're the dude, you're like, I'm just not going to show up. Like, I'm just not going to go anymore. That's and, what and he thought, he goes, you know, I'm just, yeah, I'm just not going to go. I'm not going to tell him I'm not going to go. Yeah, but and I'm I just quit. not going to go. It worked in office space. Shit. I mean, so after a while, you're like, well, they're not calling me. Am I fired? But you still get a paycheck. What does he have? Direct deposit? Yeah. Imagine that. Imagine I'm, that. And then you're like, well, maybe they found out this month. Nope. Oh, nope. All right. Well, oh, cool. A Christmas bonus. So, so basically, <laughs> he could have got away with it had he maybe put in his two weeks uh, a month earlier, yeah. right? Be like, you know what? I'm done. I'm quitting. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Thank you, guys, for everything. They would have thrown him a dope retirement but party. Why, and he, then it's out. like this damn medal that he was getting. <laughs> yeah. You never, that, you you never thought that fucked. in the that's, that's how they do like the sting operations too. Hey, Augie, you won the lottery. Come down to the hotel. And then you show up. They're like, hi, stupid. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. Get just- yeah. Thank you for putting me in that stupid situation. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Hey, Ro, come down to this hotel. You won the lottery. No hey, way. stupid. No way. I don't trust you. <laughs> People from New York don't answer like, those. It's a yeah, setup. Yeah. It's a setup. My dad would say, don't you? No. That's why vanity plates, you never get them. You understand? I just what? ordered them. What? Oh, my God. Oh. I've never had them before, and I you just ordered, ordered vanity plates. I'm so embarrassed. But they're what do they say? Me. My kids are assholes. <laughs> <laughs> um, they say, I got a lot going on with the car right now. I just got a new car. I got a new Flex. Okay. Yeah. It's cool. I love it. The white so, one? Uh-huh. Okay. I saw that. Oh, did you see it in the parking lot? Did you see my dope rims? I did not. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, do they spin no no but they're pretty fucking my dad was are they like chrome no they're like black aloe, they're, aloe. they're like black and they have these cool outlines <laughs> i try but, to be a dude right there i try so I hard to be a dude well. right there aloe vera? listen i'll tell you all i fucking know is that i was driving back from northern california in my dope new car with my dope rims i'm clearly 40 because i keep saying dope uh-huh. yeah and i'm driving down the five with a fucking kid in the back and two car seats and this dude i i i went in front of him i didn't cut him off but i went in front of him and the five has that two lanes where you're mm-hmm. trying to yeah so the next thing i know he comes fucking flying up on the right Gosh. side of me and i'm like oh shit he's mad and i'm doing that thing where i don't want to look over and i can feel him looking at me and finally i look over and it's this black guy and he's got like dreads and he's driving this like super blue cool car and he fucking gave me two thumbs up and pointed at my rims and gave me another two thumbs up and i was like a fucking cool ass black guy with dreads thinks my car is dope yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that with the vanity plates on no <laughs> I wish I thought of that. Actually, my friend who also loves vanity plates came up with them for me. And so I got the, I ordered the black and yellow uh, vintage looking ones that they have now. Okay. Yeah. 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 So it's going to match my black car because it has a black roof. Okay. And they say, Flex be with you. Uh, <laughs> wow. I thought you went to the car. For your vanity plates, like the, the make and model of your car, usually it's and like Star Wars. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so embarrassing. Uh, is that but your what? idea or is that Dave's idea? No, it was my friend's idea, and Dave kind of gave me the side eye, like you're being a little dumb, but he also is supportive of my dreams. So there I was like, oh, it's gonna look so cool, and then my dad was like, it's gonna be so cool. B W U. Okay. And then, um, and the black and yellow, and then it goes with my Boston Bruins sticker. Sorry, Ro. Uh, also black and yellow because Dave's from Boston, and then yeah, he likes hockey. Yeah. So it's gonna. I mean, when it's all tricked out, it's gonna be so awesome. And then I'm hoping. So I'm guessing the vanity plates help you get a ticket faster. No, it's my dad says you're tra- you're traceable. Someone else told me that too. Yeah, you're too trackable. 
And you don't your wanna, father does not like that. You don't want to be that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not like you're robbing a bank. Got to go off the want. grid a little bit. Yeah. You don't want to. You don't want people to know too much about you. Oh well, that's good. I'm glad you're living out some of those dreams there <laughs> with your family. But if it's on your bucket list. Yeah. Yeah. You go for it, girl. <laughs> then, then you've done it. This is really. This podcast is really embarrassing. <laughs> okay. So what I want to do right now is I want to go ahead and end the podcast. Duh. I want to say thank you to uh, Ro Della Grazzi. Bye. Courtney Berman. Hope you enjoyed my last appearance. <laughs> Darcy. Want to say give a special thanks to Darcy. Matt and Isaiah will be with us next week. Hopefully. Miss you guys. My name is Augie Lopez. And I'm saying good journey.